Hello everyone and welcome back to the world of the VCO Esports Studio. Today we continue our journey through the world of sim racing talking to someone who is not just a very talented driver but someone who has done a lot of work that you may not have known about. Today we're joined by the latest winner in the 24 hour series Esports Championship. It's Danny Elgobate of the MSI Esports team. Danny, delighted to have you. You are not just a driver for MSI, you are part of the VCO content crew as well. Talk to us a little bit about your split roles in sim racing. Uh, yeah, well, uh, how you, you told everybody, uh, I usually work with BCO doing the posters and the photo stuff uh, for BCO events. Not, not all the events, but the ones I can. Uh, and I also seen race for MSI Sports, uh, as you can see there. Well, not there, maybe there, <laughs> or not there. Maybe. There we go. There we go. <laughs> and yeah, I combine both uh, the graphic design stuff and the sim race one. Let's talk about then your sim racing driving first before we get into a little bit more about the artwork. Of course, you race mostly now in GT3 cars. And of course, with MSI losing Alejandro Sanchez to Apex Racing Team last year, you've been one of those names that's really risen forward and been able to continue having MSI at the front. Of course, we saw your pole position in BMW uh, Sim GT Cup earlier this year, and now, of course, continuing the run of form that your team has shown this year in the 24-hour series eSports. How interesting is it for you in GT3 to be working across the different cars from season to season, figuring out which one is the fastest? Uh, well, for me, it's usually uh, very easy to, to choose the cars because it's mostly BMW, Mercedes, and Porsche. I hate the BMW, so the Porsche is always the one I want to pick, but some teammates don't like the Porsche, so we have to work on that, maybe. Um, since Alejandro left the team, we have been working very hard to, to be up there, as you said. Uh, the pole position from the BMW 120 and the Sim Cup at Sebring uh, was like, uh, I think it was, was one of my top performance, I can say. The, the 24-hour series race um, uh, this weekend was one of my best performance too. Uh, but yeah, the GT3 field is like uh, very competitive, uh, full of very good drivers. So it's like a grind that never stops. Uh, you have to put in a lot of hours to be up there and to learn about the cars and everything. Let's talk a little bit then about your team and, and the MSI brand itself, because of course it's not just about sim racing with you, there's a lot of the real world partnerships that you have as well. Uh, yeah, MSI is, uh, stands for Motorsport Institute. It's not like the graphic car brand, so everybody da doesn't get confused or anything. We are not, we don't uh, make GPUs, okay? We make, uh, we race <laughs> in real life, and we have a real life team that the Martins, uh, uh, is the boss of, and we are basically the esports part of it, and we try to to represent the brand and the Tio Martin team uh, as best as possible. And we usually do collaborations on with the real world stuff, maybe. In terms as well, then, in, of the competitions that you and MSI have been entering this year, are we going to see maybe Danny Ogilvy work towards a world championship? Because, of course, it was, I guess, last year that you got so close before a hardware failure really robbed you of the chance of moving forward. Uh, yeah, the Porsche qualifiers I did uh, on, 
2020, I think it was, or 2021. I don't remember anymore. I think my, my head uh, just cleaned that thing because it was not very good the experience. But uh, as I told you, uh, the field is very competitive on every race. And on the Porsche, on the PESC, is like 10 times higher. And you can put, you need to put like a massive amount of hours week to week, uh, work as hard as you can on a car that is not easy to drive, that a uh, minimum mistake can cost you like, and those two qualifying. So very hard. But I don't know if I'm going to try to, to qualify again. Uh, right now, it's not my priority. <laughs> like, I'm very, very comfortable uh, racing GT3s and racing some private champs like 24 hour series, uh, special events, and doing graphic stuff for BCO and everything. So, right now, I'm on my sweet spot. Maybe when iRacing decides to use the, the GT3s to do another pro championship, maybe I will jump in, but not with the Porsche, Sound. I think. Sounds like a lot of fun, that's for sure. I enjoy a lot of GT3 action. We saw some of that last summer with the SEO Sprint Masters. Let's pivot then a little bit and let's talk about graphic stuff because you and I have worked together in the past on the ISOWC last year. We had a lot of fun doing that. And one of the things that I always got comments for was about your poster designs. You've started a lot earlier than that, though. You've been Mode Motorsports eNASCAR person for a long time. Talk to us about your process and what goes into the actual act of creating one of your fantastic posters. Well, uh, when a thing asked me to do a poster, I usually like visualize... Uh the concept in my head, like most, most of the time, uh, this, designing a poster is like, uh, the difficult part is just imagining what you want to do and not actually doing it. So most of the time I do like two, three concepts uh, that usually go to the trash until I get the one to I like. Uh, and then I just keep working back, back and forth uh, with the guys I'm working with. Uh, maybe you, maybe BCO, maybe Motorsport on Inascar, uh, sending concepts, designs. And if they are happy, I will just keep improving the design until the final version is on, basically. What are the challenges that you tend to find? Are there certain tracks where it's hard to find distinguishing features or are there certain cars which are just harder to to work with? Yeah, for example, if you tell me to make a poster about the Gita TDA, uh, the Volkswagen, and that, that might be a difficult one, maybe. <laughs> and if you ask me to do like a very old circuit on a racing or a circuit that I never heard of, like Homestead Miami Road Course uh, C plus two. Uh, that one might be difficult too, but uh, mostly every lead rate race on the same tracks. So it's usually, uh, I know what uh, makes a track special and the identity of it. Uh, so I can work with it very, very easily. You have a new setup now, so let's talk about this before we talk about what you and I know we're going to talk about. How long does it take you to work through one of these posters from concept to finished product? So, for example, the, the VCO poster uh, I did for Apex Racing Team that won the ERL Fall Summer Cup. Fall Cup? Yeah, it was the Fall Cup. That it was on the F4 at Fuji, for example. Uh, I did like uh, three concepts, uh, and then I started working on the one that you guys saw on the social media that ended up looking very good. 
so from the concept to the final design that I sent uh, Florian, for example, uh, it was like two and a half hours, maybe three, it can be sometimes. But uh, I have done posters, uh, like the one on Long Beach uh, that I did for ISO WC on the IndyCar. That one took like three and a half hours, maybe, because it was like a lot of buildings and everything. So it just comes up to me the amount of time I want to put in. But I'm like very perfectionist. I look up to the small details all, all the time. So I always want to put the most work on every poster I do. That, that I can very much uh, attest to. Let's talk, though, about your previous setup. Before you got a new GPU, it took a while, of course, in the craze that was the GPU market. You were rocking a 750 Ti, a graphics card that released in 2014. I'm sure that very much slowed down your process. Talk to the viewers about what that was like. Uh, to be honest, uh, the, the 750 Ti was like uh, uh, just very slow to work with, man. Uh, it's like uh, when I remember it, it's just uh, raging. Like if I wanted to cut out a car, I have to wait like five minutes until the, the PC decide to to just go with it and and tell me, okay, I can do this, I can do this. No, but uh, when I wanted to, like, for example, put lighting or an, an effect, uh, it was like <laughs> impossible. It was like working with a Nintendo 3DS, <laughs> playing PowerPoint or something. Oh, I can only imagine how frustrating that was. In terms, though, of other platforms now, of course, you're working with VCO for the ERL. We've got uh, a set of course, uh, R Factor 2, one of the two coming up next uh, next Wednesday. Have you ever branched out into those platforms and played around with the tools that they have for creative people like yourself? Uh, I lost you like uh, five seconds, maybe. I think my connection is cooling out a bit. Can you repeat the question, please? Yes, no, let's try again. Well, I was just asking, have you tried branching out to R Factor 2 or uh, Seto Corsa Competizione and, and checking out what the tools they have for, for people like you? Uh, yeah, I, I did multiple posters on, on Earth Factor, I think, right now. One was was for BCO, uh, that Team Redline won the Earth Factor race. Uh, and Earth Factor is surprisingly not too bad to do posters on. Uh, it's like, again, I always thought that it was going to look like a PlayStation 2 game, but it, it looks good. It looks good. Uh, and on ACC, it's it's even better to work with uh, than on iRacing because the cars look more realistic. It has more resolution to it. Um, making a car look uh, like how I want to make it look on ACC is like five times easier than on iRacing, for example. So which one is the, so I guess a set of course of competition is, is then the best of the three for, for people like you to work with? Uh, Right now, I think uh, ACC is like the best one to work with posters, with posters. Okay, screenshots is like another thing. <laughs> uh, screenshots is iRacing only. iRacing is like the best one to, to work with. Uh, Air Factor is like a nightmare, to be honest. <laughs> and ACC is something like a nightmare, but not too bad. <laughs> Danny is also a sim photographer, for those that don't know, so he brings some context there. We'll, we'll pivot back to a story that you and I were chatting about before uh, we went live, Danny, about, okay. ooh, as you finally get your camera back up and running, <laughs> okay, wonderful. Yeah, I don't know why. 
we're talking about Sim Racing Expo. Now, there are always shenanigans that happen at Sim Racing Expo, and you had some fun ones back in 2019. Yeah, uh, on Sim Racing Expo, the one I went on 2019, uh, it was a very funny story. Uh, I, I will mention Kwan down this one because it's like the one that happened. That I can tell. Some other stories that ha happen I can tell on a stream. <laughs> but uh, we were on the Porsche Lounge uh, buffet, uh, and usually there was the two guys there that serve us a drink and the food and everything. But uh, that day it was too early and they weren't there. So uh, I arrived first and I thought, okay, there's nobody in here. So I will get behind the bar and I will act like a bartender. So Kwanda arrived, uh, the young uh, was looking like around and I told him, I asked him, uh, Mitchell, do you want something? And he asked me, okay, give me a water bottle. And I, wa I was like the bartender of the Porsche lounge for five minutes before I left. <laughs> yes, I'm sure all the other stories about Sim Racing Expo are very much not suitable for broadcast in any sense and have to be kept private and well and truly hidden. Let's talk then about the future, Danny. Of course, winning the first race of the 24-hour series eSports championship sets you up perfectly for the rest of the year, but it's a long season and plenty of long races as well. What do you and the team at MSI look to accomplish as we head into this winter? Well, uh, we had a reunion, to be honest, before this race because uh, last season we had like a lot of problems uh, with the lapped cars and sometimes with uh, with fighting. So this season we wanted to take like a different approach to the races, uh, a much safer one. Uh, safer is not starting from P11 like I did, but <laughs> we will work on it. Uh, but we are going to try to to do better choices on strategy, not. Uh, don't change tires on a 50 degree track like we do on BMW in GT Cup when we were P1, for example. Uh, we will try to, to work a lot on strategy and, and our mental because mental is very important on sim racing, even if people don't really talk about it, but mental strength is one of the most important things on this. And, and we worked uh, uh, on it very hard on MSI for this season. Uh, and our objectives, objectives for the winter are special events. We have to, to win Daytona one year. Uh, we, had the, we have the, that pain inside us that we didn't win the year we were fastest. I think we were P1 and something really bad happened and we didn't win the race. And we will try to be as competitive as we can on the Porsche because I, I'm not touching the BMW again. That thing is really bad to drive. So. <laughs> I don't think you guys will see me on the BMW in GT Cup because I have PTSD on with the <laughs> I think you also have PTSD from the tires at Sebring, that is for sure. <laughs> One more question then before, before we wrap up, Daddy. What's the goals for you as an artist for the rest of the year? You've started as a video editor with, with Pablo Castro. You've started doing some poster work uh, separate from, from series, uh, some car-related, just regular car, uh, something for Craig Williams, who you also do setups for. What are you hoping to continue doing for the rest of this year? Well, this year uh, I found my passion on, on graphic design, to be honest. Before this year, I didn't really know that I wanted to, to do something with graphic design. I knew I liked it, but not that I wanted to do something with it. So my ob objective this year is to keep progressing, keep improving my work, uh, to get to a, a very professional level, and maybe uh, work for a company on the sector like a motorsport team or, 
or or even as in racing or like BCO, but even better. And if anyone wants to reach out to you, how do they do that? Yeah, they can reach out uh, to me on my Twitter because I have a direct message open that is like uh, this one. Yeah, it's like this on my Twitter. So you guys can reach me there and ask me what my prices are, uh, how can I send you what I want to do with you, and everything. You can tell me there openly. Danny Ogobe, winner in the 24-hour series eSports Championship, but also a very talented artist willing to work with you. That's going to wrap up this episode of the VCO eSports Studio. But don't forget, we'll be back next Tuesday, same time, same place, here on the VCO Twitch channel and on VCO Twitter to talk to someone else unique in this world of sim racing. We'll navigate our way through, and you'll be along for the ride. You can watch live or catch it on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget, next Wednesday, the VCO eSports Fall Cup returns. It's going to be a lot of fun on social media. You'll tell us where we go racing. For now, on behalf of the team at VCO Esports, for Mike Yao behind the scenes and for myself, Arjuna Kengi Party, I bid you farewell. We'll see you next time on the VCO Esports Studio. We'll see you race on.